Hello, and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 125. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is... James Seelig. Well, today's been a day, um... It's actually Saturday, November 13th, and I was just in Las Vegas today, and then I was also in uh, Los Angeles today, and now I'm back in San Francisco today. All in one fun day. Was it like a connecting flight? or No, I drove back with a buddy from oh my uh, God. Vegas to LA. It was about a four or five hour... Yeah, you like must be hours. exhausted. How, how early did you get into LA? I don't remember. There was traffic at certain points. Uh, there was like a bad car crash at a certain point, but here's the best part. There's like traffic and you're like, LA why is there traffic? traffic? No, it's still outside of the city, oh, but really? there's traffic and there's, it's like, oh, there's some car crash. You get closer. The cars aren't on the highway. They're not blocking anything. People are stopping to look as they drive by. So everyone what? keeps stopping to be like, oh, let me see what's going on here. That's like. <laughs> the extreme version of rubbernecking where it's like you're not even slowing down in your car you're literally getting out to see i mean they weren't getting out to see but they just would stop and be like oh what's on the what's on the television uh, here let's see what uh what's going what's what's all the hubbub about let's see the cool stuff of this man on the ground from a fucking car crash oh my god yeah it was, i was just like dude what the fuck is wrong with people it was great it was it was fantastic <laughs> But yeah, I was in Vegas for a few days. It was really fun. I saw a bunch of shows, got some great food, got a little bit of heartburn there too, and got drunk at one point. It was, it was great. It was a great time. I, I loved it. Yeah, it was it was good. It's always I, fun to get drunk in Vegas. Yes. I actually, I realized. Here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I realized though, Vegas is kind of like Disneyland for me, where I'm like, I'm always down to go to Disneyland. Like it's something that's mm. like. You could go to Disneyland once or every other year or something easily if you're in California. And I'm like, oh, actually, Vegas, I could totally do that again, too. And I have like a though you just have to know, like, you don't want to waste your time when you're there. You don't want to be like, oh, I'm going to wander around for like two hours wondering what the hell I'm doing. Instead, you just go with the plan. And part of your plan is like, oh, let's go do all this shit. But you don't have to keep doing it consistently. Because then there's, like, the Vegas heat and everything else and the crowds. You can remember, like, oh, well, if you go there with your full plan, just plan to also relax. Be like, I'm going to stay at my hotel. I'm going to go to the pool. I'm going to not do anything crazy for, like, half a day or something in the middle just to recuperate a bit. Like, I think if you do that stuff, you're, you should be good. Unless you're really shit-faced every day, then probably <laughs> not. But that wasn't me, luckily. That was just the first night. So, Yeah. But of course, this is Sutra Side Talk. This is where we talk about uh, what we've been playing and what we've been watching. And this week, we're actually going to keep it very, very refined to two things. There was that uh, last minute Disney Plus Day thing that happened. Where yeah, is this like a yearly thing now or what? It's like all I think they're going like... to make it a holiday. Disney just wants to make as mm -hmm. many holidays with their name on it as possible. Yeah, like all, just all of a sudden a week or two ago, I started seeing ads for like Disney Plus Day, Disney Plus Day, and I was like, what even is that? <laughs> it's something we have to deal with every year now. Yeah, yep. I guess so. And they got they got a Star Wars celebration now they got Disney Plus Day. Uh, yeah. It's a streaming service. Why does it have a day? Oh, well, I mean, there's like the, Disney has two conventions. They have besides Star Wars Celebration, they have D23. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the real one. But mm. I'm I'm not sure when that returns exactly. I think it's like next year maybe. I think that and Star Wars Celebration return in 2022. 
Uh, they were like a two-year two hiatus, I want to say. But it's a lot smaller than uh, when we did that crazy two-part episode. Brandon Blockstorf was with us, and we did yeah. that in Disney Investor Day call, which was so fucking long. But uh, this was we shorter. We had no idea yeah. how long that episode was going to be. <laughs> this is shorter, but it's shorter for two reasons. One, there's less stuff than that. Two, we're not going to talk as much. It'll be kind of like lightning style for most of it. Actually, yeah, pretty much most of it. And we're not doing all of it either. We're we ch- we're choosing specific things. And then uh, afterwards, we're going to talk about the movie Dune, or I guess Dune Part 1, or uh, Dune No Fun, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we're going to talk about that. And uh, then that's that's the show for today. So hope you guys like it. All right. You ready to uh, get into this uh, fun Disney Plus day? Yep. Okay, let's start. We're pretty much going in order of everything they announced, but... Uh, the first thing we'll talk about here was the Baymax animated series that's coming summer 2022. We got like a cool little trailer of Baymax without the Big Hero 6 team. Pretty much just like wandering around uh, San Francisco, just like doing random shit to help people out. Which is what he was designed for. Yeah. And then, of well, course, yeah. uh, the you know, that aunt hurts her foot or something. So now he's running the coffee shop, and now everyone has to suffer for it. Weird. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I I think I missed most of these trailers, actually. Oh, he I just, just like, uh, the... it just shows him trying to put the, he's, like, taking forever to, like, put the coffee in the cup, and then when he does, he gets mm. the lid, and he pushes it on one side, and the other side comes up, and it basically does that for, like, 20 seconds, and everyone's just, like, waiting for their coffee, like, I want to die. Eh. It's pretty good. It, it, remi- sure. it, it reminded me a little bit of like uh, I mean I guess when he was bandaging himself when he was like deflating yeah he's like very focused on doing a specific task and it just takes a, a bit or whatever yeah yeah like I I really liked Big Hero Six and I thought Baymax was like a funny character I guess it's interesting that he's gonna get his own show because I don't know how conscious he is yeah I don't I, don't, I <laughs> it's gonna be interesting because weren't they supposed to make a second movie. Yeah, that's what I thought, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just making that up in my head. I, I feel like everyone thought that, though. Like, it felt like there was supposed to be a sequel well, that was supposed to It go. was massively popular. So yeah, I'm, it was really I'm cool. Just shocked that, I mean, if anything, I could have seen them doing, like, a kid's show that is, like, a kind of Monster of the Week type thing that the Big Hero 6 team has to fight. Didn't they do that? I don't know. I feel like they've done a bunch of random little shows. Like, there was a Tangled spinoff show, I think. I don't... Yeah, there was. But, anyway. Yeah, that happened. Uh, They showed a little, like, snippet of Zach Braff, and I forget what's her name, talking about Cheaper by the Dozen. And I'm like, oh, Zach Braff is doing Cheaper... Are you gonna do another one of those? Yeah, it's a reboot one where it's, like, an interracial family and stuff. And that's the theme of it. Uh, It comes March 2022. And I'm just like, oh boy, Zach Braff is Steve Martin now. <laughs> this should be fun. Yeah, I mean, I like Zach Braff. And I did like the Steve Martin version of that movie. Yeah. Was there, at least at the time. There was just one, right? They didn't make a second movie? I don't know. I don't no, remember. I, okay, it was just one? I don't know. I have this vague idea that 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 the Steve Martin one might not have been the original. and that No, was probably not. Remake. I think like it's probably a much older thing where they're like, look, yeah. some dude was like 12 kids in a family. Holy shit. That's a crazy <laughs> movie. <laughs> uh, another one, uh, Disenchanted, the sequel to Enchanted. Remember that Amy Adams movie where she like 
falls out of the animated storybook into real life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's c- the sequel also coming straight to Disney Plus. Uh, fall 2022, same cast. So Amy Adams is coming back for <laughs> for this. It's just funny huh. thinking about like she's in Man of Steel and all the other Snyder stuff was Lois Lane. And then she's in like um, weird fucking shit like Nocturnal Animals and uh, um, Arrival. Arrival. And then there was that one. I forget what it's called. It was like kind of um, I think I had like a fat Christian Bale in it. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> um, I honestly don't remember who was in the cast. It was, it was weird. It was like super New Yorkish though. But mm. it's just funny to see her come back to a Disney movie that I forgot she was in. I'm like, oh wait, that was Amy Adams. Yeah, that's what I look I back. That's my that question. Because when you said Enchanted, I thought you were talking about the show. No, no, not not that. That one's. Uh, I think that's disenchanted. Is that also disenchanted? I don't fucking know. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not going to think about that too much. Uh, spring 2022 is when the Rescue Rangers movie comes in, and mm-hmm. I believe it's still going to be animated. But it's just funny to have. Uh, uh, I forget who's. Um, John Mulaney and Andy Samberg are Chip and Dale. That sounds perfect. Right? Doesn't that yeah. sound... That actually sounds great. So I'm I'm pumped for that. So that's coming pretty much between March to May. Uh, so that'll be fun. And then this was... All right. This is the big thing, dude. This is the big fucking thing. Uh, fall 2022 is the release that they gave for Hocus Pocus 2. And they gave us an <laughs> image of all three of them back in their uh, witch outfits again. Bette Midler, um, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy are all like dressed up again and they look exact i mean obviously they look older but they look exactly they, they, it worked like it works they fucking fit the outfits again so well it's fantastic uh, i'm so this is probably one of my top three i think this was the number one thing from this disney plus day this was number one for me easily i got so fucking excited for this holy shit um, I don't know if I ever watched the original one. Are, are you serious? That is yeah, the yeah. Halloween movie. That is the fucking Halloween movie. I should go back and watch it. You should. Yeah. Do, do you have Disney? It's definitely. You have Disney Plus, yeah, right? Yeah. No. Of course I do. Oh yeah. To fucking watch this movie. It's so good. Like, dude. All right. Every. I guess every kid with cable. I don't know. Uh, grew up with this as like the '90s. Dis, like the '90s Halloween movie. Yeah, I never you watch had it like cable. every year. I know. It's not my fault. All right. <laughs> go fucking watch it. And relive your life. Just go back to it. act like you're a child for a day and watch it and be like, wow. <laughs> but no, it's so fucking good. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Uh, there's a... I keep forgetting they're making this. The live action Pinocchio with uh, Tom Hanks and stuff. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, Tom Hanks is Geppetto. I think Luke Evans is Jiminy oh, that makes Cricket. Sense. Or no, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is Jiminy Cricket. I don't know who, who the fuck Luke Evans is. Hmm. Uh, oh no he's the guy probably i think that's the either the fox dude that helps sell pinocchio to that guy i don't remember there's a lot of people in this though it's crazy oh uh, even kegel mike and keys in this what the fuck I, okay i didn't know that many people were in this movie but oh. uh it's coming fall 2022 to disney plus which is crazy that a they are making a cast of this many people for a disney plus movie like not even a theatrical film yeah honestly it's I know that the the whole point of this day was it was Disney Plus Day, so everything that they talk about is going to be something that's coming to Disney Plus. But it is interesting to me how many things that are coming just to Disney Plus and not to like theaters anymore. Yeah, and which I mean, you know what's crazy? It doesn't uh, even it. I don't think they have room. 
anymore anyway because each they're already uh, taking up the fucking box office with everything else mainly like marvel star wars and like other disney stuff like all the you know and canto do they have any star wars like theater movies planned anytime soon yeah it was rogue rogue squadron and then it just got delisted oh yeah <laughs> that was the next one i mean the whole thing was like uh <laughs> you could see the next like all right they were gonna do a uh an every other year It'd be like, oh, 2022 yeah. is Avatar 2, and then 2023 was supposed to be Rogue Squadron, and then it would be uh, Avatar 3, and then like another Star Wars movie, which the next two Star Wars movies were guessed to be the Taika Waititi Star Wars movie, and also the Kevin Feige Star Wars movie, because no one said any fucking shit on the, uh, what's his face, um, Ryan Johnson yeah. Star Wars <laughs> trilogy, no one said shit, we already know D&D's Star Wars trilogy is fucking dead yeah thank god fuck them uh so it's like you know who knows what the hell's happening there but there was no update on that front really at all but second biggest announcement here holy shit there was a trailer for a new proud family sequel series to the original and i lost my mind when i saw this i got so excited the animation's a little bit you could tell it's a little bit cheaper but it's still really really cool to see that they're like they, they said the proud family louder and prouder and i think the still the, the same voice for oscar proud which is the most important thing as long as we got oscar proud in there and you can tell it's a little bit more adult like they're they're following the uh um i feel like they're following the millennial audience for this because uh they show like at one point they show uh oscar and trudy proud the husband and wife uh are clothing swapped and their hair is all fucked up, and Penny comes in. And she's like, what, "What were you guys doing?" And they're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah. No wonder I didn't recognize the name. This is another Disney Channel uh, show which I would not have seen because lack of cha- uh, cable. Boo! Yeah, it, it looks great, and it's got a crazy cast in it, dude. Like, I don't. I think for the younger characters, it's either the music, it's either music from these artists, but uh, fucking like Tiffany Haddish is gonna be in it. Little Nas X is going to be in it, or maybe his songs in it. I don't know. There was a whole other list of people, but those are just two names among all of it. So, interesting. It, this is going to be dope. Um, there's something called a new a new series, live action series called The Spiderwick Chronicles. They showed some art of it, and it looked really cool. That sounds kind of familiar. It does, but I, I was hoping you'd know because I don't know anything about it. But that one's coming. That's one of those like not release date ones. At least for Proud Family, they're doing February 2022. Which makes sense because they probably want to uh, capitalize off of Black History Month. Most likely came out in two thousand eight. Uh, Spider Man, uh, the the original movie. Oh, I don't know. I never. I don't know what it is. American honestly. fantasy adventure film came out in two thousand eight, based on a book apparently. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the sequel to Willow. Did you ever watch the first Willow? I never did. I still need to. No uh the series is coming 2022 no specific month and it shows like the new younger cast that's with warwick davis for it uh they released that day uh the under the helmet legacy of boba fett documentary Mm. so there's a documentary about boba fett yeah i saw that on disney plus i'm kind of interested and then did you see the so this is the bigger thing the uh obi-wan reveal i saw images. some like yeah i saw some like concept art but was there anything other than that not really it was just concept art i mean i did like that one of them seemed to show uh, 
I mean, it looks like one of the halls of. Well, it can't be the Jedi Temple because I'm pretty sure they destroyed it. But like, the some large corridor in what looks like maybe Coruscant with like stormtroopers walking through it. So like, I don't know. It's just when they first announced the Obi Wan show, I was like, "What's he gonna do?" It, he was on Tatooine for like 20 years. <laughs> it's a desert planet. It's gonna be a boring as shit show. But I I guess it's like definitely going to show stuff from the definitely other settings so i'm just curious how they're going to incorporate all the different like places that they showed in the um concept art yeah i'm very i think what's going to be cool is the fact that obi-wan and vader are going to be interacting again because it's like when vader's like a presence i have not felt since you know in the first star wars movie yeah you think like oh since he left you fucking burning alive right <laughs> i'm fucking mustafar and it's like oh no they interacted again so i'm really i'm, I'm excited to see exactly how that interaction is going to go that's what i'm really excited about yeah i'm super like and it comes know, next I year it, i just think it's really cool that they're actually getting hayden hayden christensen back to reprise this role as like darth vader slash maybe anakin yeah i mean he's coming for both that and ahsoka yeah and ahsoka which it's not going to be darth vader and ahsoka he'll probably be a force ghost yeah that makes sense so that's gonna be really fucking cool you find yeah. it'll it'll be the first time we've gotten anakin post vader honestly this obi-wan show is probably the the at least star wars property i am most excited for except for maybe the book of boba fett but that's only just because book of boba fett is like right around the corner it's right there it's so close uh there's gonna be a, a car's series cars on the road streaming in 2022 i got nothing to say about those <laughs> yeah i could see that that makes sense yeah but yeah i'm gonna skip i've like i mentioned in a previous episode i have really not watched any of those shows or movies so i'm not for me uh let's see the pixar all new animated series called win or lose i think it's like a baseball thing or something i don't i don't know what it is but fall 2023 oh that's hella far away so there's nothing to say about that for now you have to wait for next year's disney plus day to talk about that in 2022 <laughs> wait yeah what i just realized if they're gonna try to make this a yearly thing why would they bother talking about stuff two years in advance i mean remember when... the inv- i mean that's where we're gonna when we get to the the marvel stuff that's basically just this it's like a retread practically yeah that's fair uh yeah zootopia plus that short form series for zootopia is coming 2022 no specific month either uh there was just like so with a lot of these they just have a single image where it shows like oh one is the sloths going to dinner so you can imagine exactly and you see like a nervous rodent trying to order the food or like take their order so you can imagine how it's if it's a short that character is going to try to kill themselves because they're taking orders from sloths yeah that honestly that was probably one of my favorite parts of that entire movie was just they go to the dmv and it's run by sloths i think the best part was just when he tells the joke and you see his slow ass reaction to laughing uh, uh, so uh, good (laughs) it was so funny well done it's so good uh tiana uh from princess and the frog is her series is coming in 2023 interesting and it's also it's a 
it's going to be her post the movie. So like she's now princess of Maldonia. That was that my one. first question is like, is, is she still a frog? Like, what's no, going no, on? no. She's not a frog anymore, but she's like, uh, she's leaving New Orleans to go on in some adventure, but she's also a princess now. Cause she married uh what's his face? Frogman. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, number that that's coming out twenty twenty three, so it's another like oh I can't wait for Disney Plus Day twenty twenty two yeah, uh, and another Disney Plus Day twenty twenty two, but still the third biggest announcement for me, X Men ninety seven, they're basically continuing the X Men animated series with new episodes and it's gonna be called next one 97 it's coming yeah dude i'm so excited for this because i loved that cartoon and i'm like perfectly content to go back and watch it from time to time but now i want to go back and watch it completely. exactly and i i would have you have never two years <laughs> you have two yeah. fucking years yeah i saw that when i was like telling chris about it earlier and i was like yeah, it comes out in 2023. What the fuck? Are you serious? Why? Why? Whatever. I will say the respect to them for doing the fucking Wolverine bed meme <laughs> that was with super it. Funny. That was pretty good. Yeah. And we're delving more into Marvel stuff now. Uh, let's see. Moon Knight. So we got a few images of Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. And it costume pretty much, looks cool. It looks really cool. You get you don't see the full costume, but you get to see a piece of it and then a silhouette yeah. of it as he's like jumping a roof, and then you see Oscar Isaac fucking running frantically and like him looking freaked yeah. out as hell. Uh I'd imagine it's because Moon Knight's a fucking insane yeah, hero. He's literally insane. He has like multiple personalities in his head talking to him. Like I was reading the Bendis comic and it had like Wolverine, Spider Man, and Captain America, and they're like, "Listen, you gotta, you gotta work like this." And they're all arguing, and then Wolverine kills Spider Man and Captain America in his head. Uh-huh. It's fucking crazy. Oh god, what a great book! But yeah, it looks the images look really good. I'm excited to see Oscar Isaac as a fucking as Moon Knight. Like Moon Knight's yeah. actually probably one of the cooler. I, I want to read more, even though I only read Bendis's run. I want to read a lot more of Moon Knight because he's one of those street characters like. If I had more time or the X-Men didn't exist, he'd probably be like him, Daredevil, Blade, Ghost Rider, and Punisher. Those would be the books I'd be reading easily. I keep forgetting Oscar Isaac was cast as Moon Knight. And yeah, there's there's this like one page or whatever from Moon Knight, some Moon Knight comic that keeps getting posted on Instagram that makes me like want to read more about the character because it's, it's just so bizarre where it's, it's like moon knight walking through dracula's castle and he's just like where are you dracula i know you're here give me my fucking money <laughs> it's just like i need to know more about why this exists yes and then uh she hulk uh yeah. which the, the all these like marvel ones got new logos which is kind of interesting yeah i was super excited when they first announced this and i literally recently was like Wait, where, where's that Hulk, She-Hulk show? I thought that they announced that a while ago. Yep. The, well, they, that's the thing. They announced Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and uh, Miss Marvel all at the same time. Yeah, they did. At the investor call, I think. Or maybe before that, actually. No, it was before that. Uh, huh. But Moon Knight... So, She-Hulk, the images they show for her is pretty much like... You see her green in a dress, but you only see yeah. the lower half of her. So you're seeing her getting out of the car and like, that's the whole thing. She Hulk is like much more in control than regular Hulk. It yeah, shows she's her basically just green. Yeah. Also still super strong. It shows her with Mark Ruffalo as Mark Ruffalo's like as Bruce Banner. Yeah. As Professor Hulk, which is interesting. Well, first, no, it shows uh, just Bruce Banner. And then it shows oh. her in a some containment 
That's the type thing with a helmet. And then, yeah, Professor Hulk is there in a fucking hoodie again. Just like, oh, hey, I want some tacos. So that'll be interesting. And then, which for these two shows, it says coming soon to Disney Plus. It doesn't say what year. I saw that. And the reason I'm very, I'm very like trying to figure out when this will be is because the third one, Miss Marvel, it says coming 2022. And we get images of her, and you see, like, her first costume, which is hilarious. Uh, yeah, it she, looks like the Captain Marvel, like, full armor suit. Yeah, and it doesn't work, because also her their powers are nothing alike. She can just embiggen or, like, stretch herself around a lot. Yeah. Uh, she looks very, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> She's basically, like, a way cooler Mr. Fantastic. She's, like, I mean, I, I've said it before. She's modern-day Spider-Man. Also that yeah so it's gonna be really cool seeing her in action and this is probably i don't know all three of these are i'm really i it's like looking at wandavision loki and falcon winter soldier compared to these three i was actually much more excited for these three because moon knight and miss marvel both are like the of all the characters besides maybe bucky are just the ones i've been wanting to see so fucking much and then she hulk also is gonna be really cool i think like that one i'm, I'm really excited for yeah. as well and then uh so i think if miss marvel says summer 2022 maybe these two series if it says coming soon does that mean it's th- this is the question is it after or before 2022 because we're about to get hawkeye in november and then that'll be done and it i feel like be before 2022 it's almost there yeah so i think Maybe this is, like, the first half. Like, between January yeah. to May, we're going to get these two series. Because they still want to keep everything populated, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, especially, how many other shows do they have coming? They have fucking I've... Ironheart, Armor Wars, uh, well, like... I just wonder, like, do you... I can't remember if they actually have a date for the Marvels or whatever it's called now. Um, that comes the second out... Captain Marvel. That movie. does come out 2022, though, doesn't it? It does, but like, do you think that they're gonna want to do this series beforehand to introduce Kamala, or this series is gonna come out after? No, I think this is supposed to be like the origin story series. The Marvels, I think, got delayed to like August or something, didn't mm. it? Because didn't Black Panther move to July? That's the other thing. I we're I know we're about to get to it, but like, I Ironheart was one of the things that they announced, and she has already been announced for being in. Uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah, and I'm. I would imagine that they're gonna have this Ironheart series come out after, um, Black Panther, which is you know weird that it's that one also said coming soon. That's what fucks everything up because that one feels much more farther. That moment feels farther away yeah. than Moon Knight and She Hulk, and they got images for those. But now you're like, wait, so what's the fucking date? Yeah. Oh shit! Now I don't know. It, it's hard to say. So that does screw it up. And yeah, Ironheart. Uh, all they did for Ironheart compared to the investor call was just change the only Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and Miss um, Marvel got images. Everyone else just got like, hey, this show's coming soon. Yeah. Logo change. And you're like, what else? Which I didn't even notice. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, so you just did the same thing again. You didn't actually do anything new. All right. Thanks. But yeah, that was Ironheart. That was I Am Groot. Uh... 
Those two, yeah, those were two already announced, so we already know those were coming. The other ones, though, let's go through these a little bit faster, though. What If Season 2 was announced, uh, nothing else about that. Yeah. Uh, an Echo original series is coming. Uh, that'll be interesting. Echo is actually the oh, current what? new... Um, I think she's a sidekick to Daredevil for a bit. Uh, she's like a American Indian girl, or Native American. Uh, she mm. also is the current, now, Phoenix host. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't think they'll put the Phoenix in this, though. I doubt. Um, but yeah, it'll be very American Indian-centric, I'm sure. Then Spider-Man Freshman Year, an animated original series coming to Disney+. Plus. I'm assuming this is going to be like a prequel to Homecoming of just kind of showing his origin. I guess when he that. first said the powers. Maybe uh, we'll finally see Uncle Ben's death. Yeah, kill more him time. again. <laughs> Someone said Kevin Feige's like, we're going to try to kill Uncle Ben like 34 times with the multiverse. <laughs> uh agatha house of harkness coming soon so we're getting agatha harkness yeah series. it's kind of interesting yeah i mean i wasn't asking for a show about agatha harkness although like i liked her character in wandavision it's just i never thought i would see that character again yep and then uh marvel zombies animated series coming to disney plus secret invasion just got a uh logo change which just looks like scroll scroll skin more if anything yeah. and last thing that's all the disney plus stuff one last thing though there was a bit that was shown from like hulu and 20th century and stuff the new predator movie got a couple images and a what it's releasing on and when somewhat so the new predator movie uh this is the fifth one is it a continuation of the last one, which was terrible? Or? No. Hey, how dare you? That was the best comedy of the year. Don't you talk about that movie. That well, yeah, comedy. Fast. Sure. Yeah, it's fucking great comedy. Predator can be a comedy movie too, okay? It just, it takes different forms of just being stupid. I love the Predator movies though. I fucking, I've never been disappointed with the Predator movie. I just get different emotions for certain ones. And Shane Black's it, The Predator was just yeah. a fucking comedy. Anyway. This is Dan Tranchenberg's movie, and you might know okay. him as the director of 10 Cloverfield Lane, which was actually Ooh. phenomenal. Yeah, I really liked that. So this is actually a very clever title for a Predator movie, Prey. Like a predator and its oh, prey. Oh, interesting. Turning it on its head. And this movie will be set 300 years ago in the Comanche Ooh, Nation, okay. Ooh. Ooh. in which a... Uh, that actually really interests me. A warrior will have to defend her village from a predator. So it's this female warrior, and they show the the it's the twentieth. It's a new. It's like the new, I guess, Disneyfied twentieth century fox logo with prey, and then you have an image of like what looks like a forest that's like there's nothing left of it, and it's just covered in like dust and or like I don't know. It looks like a volcano erupted. It's very misty or dusty or something. And you see in the back, there's like a predator and you see like the red eye glowing. And in front, you see a, a Comanche girl with a bow and she's got like the full black face paint and shit. It looks so fucking cool. I'm so ready for this. Here's the it weird thing. It even kind of makes sense because like in the first movie, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, I, was he Dutch or was he He was Dutch. Else? Yeah. Like it came down to Dutch basically like using very low-tech tactics to try to take down the predator and the, that was like the whole thing was it ended up being i guess a battle between you know high-tech and low-tech yeah but also like man versus alien but it so it honestly it makes sense and is 
a really cool idea to set it not in current day but like 300 years ago and have a native american like face off against the predators it kind of reminds me of turok a bit actually a little bit too right yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm just so fucking, I, I, it made me realize, I'm like, what's my most hyped movie for 2022 now? And I'm like, oh, we gotta, what we're going to do, James, I think in December, we're going to do like our favorite movies of this year. And then we're going to talk about our most anticipated movies and games for next year. That'll be a fun episode. But, uh, it's gonna be in 2022. And this is the weird part. This is where I was kind of disappointed. It's gonna be on Hulu. Hmm. Which, you know, based on the Disney money now everything that could be cool but give me even if it's if it's very limited and it's only a select amount i really 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 want to see this in a theater like that's something i'll pay extra for yeah in a theater easily i fucking love the predator movies and this is just this just sounds so fucking cool so i'm, I'm down for that but that's everything that's that's all we got uh, for the Disney Plus stuff, there wasn't really anything else Star Wars wise. I think uh, a lot of people that were Star Wars fans were actually really annoyed by this, but I I didn't care because it's whatever. It was. Eh. I forgot this day was happening anyway, and I was like, oh shit, okay. I mean, we're about to get Book of Boba Fett. Who fucking cares? That's yeah, like coming in like a month. Yeah. So I don't Mandalorian care. season three will happen at some point. Eventually, I think we're gonna get. I don't know if we're gonna get that before Ahsoka or not. Which one's yeah, then come there's first? the Ahsoka show. Yeah. yeah. We're going to get Hayden Christensen in like two different shows. <laughs> so cool. Uh, it's going to be great. But all right. Time to talk Dune or Dune Part 1. And uh, to start off, James, I just want to say, I fair warning here. I didn't watch this in theaters. Uh, a bunch of my friends were like, hey, let's go watch this on HBO Max and we'll do like a group viewing. And I'm like, okay. And I had planned, actually, to go see it in IMAX with you after. I was like, oh, I'll see it again. I'll probably like it enough. I'll want to go fucking see it in IMAX and shit. It'll be great. I watched that movie on HBO Max. And afterwards, my only thought was, thank fucking God <laughs> I didn't pay money for this fucking movie. Holy oh, shit. Really? I would have come out so fucking angry being like, dude, I spent money on this. Are you fucking kidding me? Really? Because like I it was it's a very long movie and there were like by, towards the end of it, I was like, jesus just wrap this shit up like it's going on for a while it like yeah that's it, the thing if but, i was in a theater i'd be like i want to go home at least i'm already home i'm like oh thank god yeah but i at least still enjoyed it like for the most part so did you read the book no i, I kind of want to but so not yet i was talking to some people about this before and i like i mean if you guys haven't figured it out yet i did not like this movie i thought this was a bad movie i don't even I don't know if I want to say okay. I was like, I was teetering between a four to a six and okay would be best for this movie. I think it was not okay. I think it was mediocre. If anything, I think mediocre is the good word for this film. Yes. See, for me, it's just that like, it's a very slow burn and it mostly feels like setting up for part two. Yeah. Which is not good. But what like, like I said, I still enjoy the movie as it is, but what did frustrate me was the advertising campaign for this movie after the fact. Because the trailers show like multiple sandworm scenes and Zendaya is in like all the trailers. Dude, that shit was hilarious. And uh, dude, fucking, oh yeah, Shawnee's in this. It's like, dude, Shawnee's in like two minutes at dude, the yeah, end. That's the thing. By like two hours in, I, or what felt like two hours, 
I, I don't know. Time kind of stretched on with that movie. So I, it could have been shorter. It could have been longer. I don't know. But like she had been in Paul's like visions and dreams throughout the movie, but she didn't physically appear until like the last half hour of the movie. And I was like, why the fuck was she in all the trailers and all the posters? Like she is not in this movie except for like the very end. And I also hated that the last line of the movie is her turning basically to the camera and saying, this is only the beginning. <laughs> uh, I was ready to shout back. No, I want this to end now. Fucking leave uh, me alone. Yes. Yeah, so, or uh, yeah, let me, let me know. Let me know. Okay. Let me know. Oh no. So like, that was the thing was like, it felt like they wanted to advertise this as like an action movie. Like this is the next star Wars, like Disney let you down with star Wars. Dune's gotcha. You got to make something happen for it to be star Wars. You have to actually do something. And that's the other thing is like also the sandworm scenes, like they showed two out of the three shots of sandworms in the trailers. So I felt like I had already seen everything. And this movie focused almost entirely on politics and if you're really not into like bad politics politics, albeit it was it was pretty fucking shitty it was less complicated than like star wars episode one with like this the whole senate shit yeah but that i actually like watching that though because you're like oh look a little et's and they're like no vote sure i guess there's that but like dune though is like i guess the gist spoilers by the way also you have the fucking like newt gunray people are like this is (laughs) they're lying (laughs) at least it's fun but yeah like for dune it seems like the main story is that the emperor is getting afraid that house atreides which is where paul is from is getting too popular and might overtake him at some point so he instigates a war between Atreides and their rival house, the Harkonnen, I guess. That's basically the gist of the main plot. But that's none of the shit that anyone gives a shit about in Dune. All people give a shit about in Dune is like the culture of the Fremen and how like they live with the sandworms and how like the uh, the environment of Arrakis even works and stuff like that. At least that's everything that people seem to like want to talk about like the whole war with the empire thing just seems like not as interesting which is weird yeah i mean okay so once again guys we're, we're we, these are two people that didn't read the books that didn't probably watch like the earlier shit like this is just like oh this is dune for people from outside of dune basically yeah mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to include other things from other things I've heard. I've listened to a podcast actually about I'm I'm trying to like hold off on that at least for now to talk about it like more of my ins like my instant reactions I had towards it before I learned other things which made me actually more I I think actually nothing changed. I was like, "Yep, it's still a mediocre movie and now I have more backed up reasons for it." Uh mm. but this was very it, it felt like a very wasted spectacle. You have like all yeah. this like look at yeah. our beautiful desert and it's like that's great. Why do we have to keep looking at this? Yeah, that is one thing that I have to give the movie though, is that it is absolutely beautiful, which is why I'm gonna do a slight detour here. I was extremely annoyed that 
I, my, Chris and I waited like one week to watch Dune in IMAX. And he was the one that really wanted to see it in IMAX because he loved like the 90s uh, sci-fi channel version of Dune. And I heard it's better. Uh, David, Lin- been... David Lynch's Dune or the or is that the movie? No, that's the movie. Oh, OK. David Lynch's Dune is older uh, and no one likes that one. <laughs> but uh, anyway, like. So Chris and I waited one week to see Dune in IMAX. And then like literally the second weekend it was out, I got my COVID shot and was like, not feeling super great. It was just like, oh, you know what? Just to see, I'll I'll just check to see what the um, seats are like in like IMAX or whatever to see what, what the availability is. Is it still super crowded or is it impossible to find tickets? And it was impossible to find tickets, but not because people are still trying to see Dune. I totally didn't anticipate that when Eternals came out, it would knock Dune entirely out of IMAX. So Chris and I were able to see it in like a regular theater, but it is literally, at least as far as I can tell, impossible to see Dune in IMAX right now anymore. Like the closest place that the IMAX website was able to get me was in Ontario, Canada. And I was like, that's fucking bullshit. God damn it, Eternals. Fuck you, Disney. That's why you just gotta, if it's, if you want to see a movie, if you're going to wait, you got to make sure if you're waiting, you know, you're probably just seeing the normal version. IMAX is usually fleeting now because it's whatever is the new hip thing is at that very moment. Yeah, I guess I hadn't anticipated that. I also didn't realize that Eternals came out literally the second weekend. And I, I thought at least there would be like one showing of Dune in IMAX, but I was wrong. Oh, well. But that's the thing. Like, it's I guess I'm mostly annoyed that I didn't get to see it in IMAX because this movie, the the main thing that it has going for it is its spectacle. And it is a very pretty and cool looking movie. Yeah. And it's like I think that's also an, another negative for the sh- for the movie itself was the spectacle. Really? Yeah, it was a waste of time. It was very much a waste of time. Um, I was like, cool. Okay. You made it this long to make me look at nothing that you just fucking generated on your own. Very long winded. I'll like, give you that. Yeah. You, you really thought that was going to be cool. That's fucking it stupid. <laughs> no, it was fucking stupid. I am not even going to hold back with this shit. I like it. It was dumb. It was a waste of my time. And they could have done something actually interesting with it instead of just fo- showing me fucking fake sand. And, and like oh look and it's shining in the sun okay great wow okay and all our designs are fucking gray as fuck is it i don't know if it's actually designed that way in the books or that's how they described it but everything looks so fucking boring in terms of designs whether it's all the different yeah. outfits for the troopers or like the ships i'm just like oh you didn't like boy, the ship designs? All, no it's fucking oh gross did you no. not like the space cylinders exactly that shit's fucking <laughs> why why would i be impressed with any of this shit no uh, no it all looked boring as hell i was like oh everything's ugly weird. everything is fucking ugly except the sand is orange great you got your spice melange Man, uh, congratulations maybe i was just trying really hard to like it but like i don't know it i <laughs> and I, I was like because at first i'm like am i the am i like crazy and everyone i'm watching is just like that's kind of sucked and my buddy kevin who read the first book was like this sucks and i was like oh cool all right so i'm not the only one 
And the only person I know that liked it was Brandon Blockstorp, who was like, actually, he was like, oh, what the fuck? You don't like it? Uh, and I'm like, oh, did you read the series? And he's like, I read the first book. And I was just like, so everyone just fucking read the first book. And I'm like, oh, yeah, do no, I know anyone okay. that actually read the whole series that maybe would like this? Because they think far ahead. No, One guy, okay. So Daniel, he has actually told me, like, if you're going to read Dune, literally just read the first book. Because, uh... I forget the name. That's of the, a bad. The that's a bad idea. Well, well no, the, the whole idea is, that, or the the reason why is that the author didn't really have a plan for Dune when he started out. Like he just wrote the first book and it got super popular, so he just kept writing more books in the series. Uh, and so there's like 13 books in, to the series, and it just keeps going, and there's no real point to it, and it just kept going until he died. <laughs> so. If you do, you're going to get a very, very skewed perception because, all right, this is also another thing. And this, I okay, I will say, I didn't know this on my own. I actually listened to another podcast about this called Throughline, and it's like a history-based podcast from NPR, and they actually had it from Middle Eastern perspectives about this movie and okay. about the books. Interesting. Because, I mean, obviously, Dune is just like, uh, hey, what if a white dude fucking wrote about the Quran? Oh, okay. Let's make it a okay. science fiction. It's just a fucking yeah. That's what it is. It's like oh, what? Who's Paul? Oh, is that? It's basically Muhammad. That's like Muhammad or Lawrence of Arabia. He takes a lot of different influences and stuff. Like it's not even like a oh, I did I, that, that. I could see that. It's like no, this is a fact. This is a goddamn fact. Weird. And I honestly never thought about it like that, but that makes a lot of sense. Spice Melange's oil. Yeah, I could definitely see that since it is like super essential for space travel. Yeah, so, all right. Well, I mean, no, it's not oil, oil. I mean, it's supposed to be like oil because well, of Well, no, the... it's like literally the most valuable substance in the yeah. galaxy. Yeah, so the whole like thing the with it is the difference between Dennis Villeneuve and uh, what's that? Frank Herbert? Is that the author's name, I think? I think I think so. Yeah, so Frank Herbert, you know, he didn't do everything right when you re read through it, at least like when I was learning from it, when all the people were talking about it, there were like experts on Middle Eastern culture and Islamic religion and stuff. But he takes a lot of influence and he did all of his research. He's like, and through the different stories. Because the first book feels very, very, very white savior complex. And you're not going to notice that if you're white, mm. probably. Like, it's going to be like a thing where you're Middle Eastern. You go, wait, what the fuck? Wait a minute. I read this before already. <laughs> you're like, son of a bitch. Um, after that, it goes complete opposite. Where it's like, oh, yeah, things don't go well. And it turns out white savior complex doesn't work. And all this other shit. And it gets more into like, oh, like the Freeman and which are like based off of like everything from uh, Middle Eastern, North African, throughout different histories uh, of people that are like fighting this stuff, which is why like there's heavy stuff with the Quran. There's heavy stuff with uh, Lawrence of Arabia. There's even stuff of like the Ottomans and the uh, the Western countries occupying the Middle East all the times where they're like, hey. We Harkonnens kind of think about it like the Ottoman Empire, and we fought them off with the with the, your help of the uh, British and the French. We're free now, right? Well, actually, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take you and do stuff with you too. And it's like, oh fuck! It's like all of that stuff you're getting in there, and there's a lot more. Obviously, like if you really do your research, you'll find a lot of different influences there, which is really cool that he did that. And it's like, like I said, when from what I learned. Not everything he did is either accurate or you're like kind of like, oh, I don't know if 
that works or I think you're kind of wrong there the way you're trying to say it, but he put his work in to make that happen. So like you at least know this guy researched it. He's not just doing bland white guy writes the brown book and makes it like for white people now. But the Dennis Villeneuve movie is just like tone deaf central where you could tell he had zero people of like other cultures or anything else like that of middle eastern north african come in and talk to him about it or like uh what they were saying in it like they honestly like i am basically repeating what i listened to in this podcast because i agree with it completely but it was like uh they could have had experts check it out they could have even like changed some of the stuff from the book to make it more like oh, this actually is a little bit less offensive, potentially, blah, blah, blah. But instead, he just goes and like, ah, yeah, I want to make Dune for myself from when I was like this many years old. And this is for this version of me. And it's like, oh, so you were never doing it for anyone else mm. at all. Okay, great. And this one definitely feels like a little bit extra White Savior Complex too, to the point where like they could... I mean, I guess if they just did this one and the next movie and that's it, and they're like, yeah, it's only on the first book, then you're not going to see the whole, like, changes there of, like, oh, no, this is wrong or anything else. It's just going to end with, like, yeah, the the fucking white Muhammad was right. We did. This is great. And we're done. That's all we get. And, yeah, it just, it doesn't work well. I don't think that works well. And besides that, look at this book and look at this movie. And I, th I feel like people don't think about this enough where you can have a really great adaption to a book and it's a bad movie, just like you could have a really bad adaptation to a book and it's a really great movie. Well, yeah. Prime I mean, example. A, well, there's a reason why for so many things like the Marvel movies, like you, it would be, it wouldn't translate well straight off of the comic to a film. Like, exactly. Yeah. Certain things just don't translate like exactly and it still be entertaining in a different medium well so it's primary primary example lord of the rings bad mm -hmm. adaptation of the book great movies that's fair yeah they're very different like i literally was like i'd love another set of lord of the rings movies that are like the books because this one wasn't like them at all but it's so great they did it well enough where you don't think about that. They're so beautiful on their own as films that they're great mm -hmm. and you don't I, care honest, that they changed it I personally prefer the movies to the books. You I've read the books. I like both I, equally. I, can't, I don't. I don't. I won't ever decide. They. They just might love them both. It's I'm like it's the, like choosing your children. Yeah, I'm just not the biggest fan of like Tolkien's writing style. But bro, you I, know how much I, shit's going on in that fucking anyway. Anyway, there's like army <laughs> of rangers, bro. Come on. Anyway, so no, the stories are cool. It's just the way he tells them. I don't like. <laughs> From what I've heard, the Dune movie is a great adaptation of the book. Which is why I think also it's not a good movie. It 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 yeah. it focuses purely on being a setup movie for a second movie. Yeah, I was honestly. What if that shocked. second movie didn't happen? I that yeah. I then dude, you'd I have was this fucking empty movie that literally does nothing and just goes, This is this was supposed to prepare you for the next one, and then everyone's talking to me like, Oh yeah, they left out a lot of the stuff about other houses and the freemen of building everything up of world building, and it's like, Oh, but this this movie was the one about the world building. Okay, so what you're saying is they just world built specifically Paul and his mom. Yeah. Which isn't world much. building. That's just character building and didn't actually do anything with the fucking world at all. I mean, they kind of 
they tell you about the Bene Gesserit and what their plans are. And you get a little bit of like the emperor in like the history of the Harkonnen, but like you don't you barely dude, well, not thing, really. With the Emperor well, and Harkonnen, they're barely there. All you get is Alexander well, no, Skarsgard just fucking worming his way up like yeah. and you're like, well, oh fuck. Well, <laughs> that's the thing about the Emperor though, is it like as interesting as it is that like the Emperor set all this up to like just to basically wipe out House Atreides. You never see the emperor. So he's basically just like this shadow villain in the background somewhere that like maybe we'll see someday. Probably not. I don't maybe. Know. But yeah, yeah I, I was shocked where they ended this movie with like literally at the point where Paul meets the Fremen and gets accepted by them. And I was like, yo, I thought this would be like a half hour into the movie. Nope. Instead, we got uh, sand. Yeah. Yep, that's why I. That's why I don't, I don't think this is good. I I think they could do. They could easily do a lot to improve the next one. At least like it's a thing too. Like what Brandon Blockstar told me was like, "Hey, it's really great." Like it in terms of like making it fit with the book, and I'm like, "That's great." What about everyone that didn't read the book? If this is a movie, it's not supposed to be for just the book readers, well, see, or else you're not making money. See, that's the weird thing is that I am one of those people that didn't re- uh, read the book, at least yet. And I I actually did enjoy it. It, But I will, I cannot ignore that it is way more long-winded than it needs to be. Like, this movie did not need to be two, uh, two and a half hours. It was Especially if it was this boring. Like, it, it's like you can do that. I mean, look at Lord of the Rings. That shit is not boring and it's like four hours. Well, here's the thing. Like, you can do a long-winded movie the right way like exactly this that's what i'm saying this was not done the right way well one of my the example that i would give for that is like the godfather like that movie is long and long-winded but it is so well acted and the and it's also a different type of movie too yeah and like the pacing is so well done even at like for it being long-winded in its pacing you're still like enthralled like the entire time pretty much but for dunes like there were times that I wanted to check my watch to be like, how the fuck much longer is there in this? You know, it's funny too, though. I did. I saw, so I know one person uh, from one of my, uh, one of my friends in another, uh, in a discord server. Uh, he's read all the books or at least all the main ones, like all Man, the, the okay. ones that he wrote and stuff. He thought this movie was shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, okay, so you actually read more than one book. And you think it's not good. Okay. Now I finally have someone that's like... That's super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so far, a lot of other friends that have watched it have not liked it. Like everyone... The most positive reviews I get were very... It's indifferent or neutral. Whereas most Mm. others say negative. And then like... Yeah, I think you're... Besides Blockstorf, you're the only other positive person then. Interesting. Yeah, Chris also loved it. But that's because he really liked the uh, sci-fi channel like version of the the movie i mean it was like a six hour series or something like that when it came out so he's just really interested in the world of dune so just i guess he was just excited to see a newer like modern interpretation of it and it's just pretty much visually he's ready to take anything for it pretty much though right Eh, i mean it could if it was like absolute shit he probably would have been like not into it but okay it's at least still well acted. Like we've said, it's visually impressive. It's just well acted very... is a very uh, that's a very uh, 
That's that's really. I I thought it. Well, was, I'm, everyone I'm was very like, boring. Everyone was very very boring. I yeah. I felt zero. I mean, I connection liked, to I, anything. I liked Oscar Isaac. I I liked uh, shit. What's his name? Everything I felt very wanting, emotionless. It was well, it was very, Duncan Idaho, which also, by the way, I'm like, dude, it's the year ten thousand, and we still know Idaho. Dude, Jason Momoa is like the only character that showed a speck of emotion in this yeah. film. No so one like, else showed I, anything. I liked him, but that's that was another thing in the advertising that bothered me. It was like he was in like the first trailer and he was in so much of the advertising and he was in like 5% of the movie. Also, when you look at um, Josh Brolin's Gurney and you hear Oscar and Isaac be like, smile, Gurney, and Gurney's like, I am smiling. I'm like, bro, that you act like Gurney's some emotionless guy. He's basically just like everyone else in this movie. They all act the exact well, same I, way besides the, Jason Momoa. I don't think the joke was that he's like emotionless. I think the joke was that he's like a grumpy person. No, he, I, I get that. But still, it was like the same thing there. It's like a, yeah. it's still just, yeah, no, it was, ugh. I don't know. It was, I guess for a drama, I liked it. But yeah, like I'll keep saying it was very long and just yeah. it it ends up being frustrating at the end because it feels like you're like i wait i sat through two and a half hours of like cool looking shit to basically set up a second movie that might happen which at this point it's been greenlit it's gonna happen but like yeah yeah i think uh, um the best movie to compare it to and or it, the most similar movie to this is probably dunkirk why uh, it's just a spectacle where nothing happens. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah, it's it's literally a, a boring movie, which is sad because I, for those that don't know, Christopher Nolan's probably one of my favorite, if not mm-hmm. my favorite director, and which might be changing soon. I, I'm not really sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I still have to watch Tenet, but like Dunkirk yeah, was like a weird like, oh, uh, this is not good. It, this is just not good. Spectacular. Mm-hmm. Cinematography and sound wise, purely amazing. Dune, sound and music, fucking phenomenal. I will say that. The sound and the music for Dune was phenomenal. It was very, very great. Um, that was really good. I gotta give props to that. Uh, of course, you want your Sarkonan fucking religious chant, like, oh, like, I can't do the uh, fucking... The, the Sardaukar, like... Yeah, yeah. Um, the throat singing or yeah. whatever. I don't know. Like, this, there's that's the thing. That's another thing. that Like, that scene was so visually striking of, like, the throat singing and like the the soldiers having like the blood put on their foreheads it's like it makes you love you the interest- visual of the singing you love the you love the sounds of the, well it's just all the, the like, sounds it all adds up to like setting a tone and it's like it's i thought that scene was super cool but it's also like i don't really get what's happening here i don't know these people i also love that like on, on this whatever planet they're on for these guys these warrior dudes it's like they're not on a desert, but there's still nothing there. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, why is there still nothing here? Yeah, so that was so another thing that confused empty. me was they described themselves as like the the swords of the emperor yeah, or, the, or whatever. And I'm like, wait, so does the empire not have like a unified army like in Star Wars? Like, how does this work? No, does it's, everyone it's like have their Game of Thrones. Everyone has, mm. each house has their own military. Okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. And they're like, oh, yeah, the Atreides could actually beat the Harkonnen. They're like, oh, shit. Well, now we have these Emperor's guys to beat them. And now they're in the next movie. They'll be like, well, we have the Fremen to beat you because each one's yeah. more skilled than the other. 
that's definitely what this movie felt like was like that they were going for sort of space game of thrones of like the politics of backstabbing different houses and stuff like that but in space yeah except like instead of getting dragons you're like oh no my son's a giant worm now (laughs) oh no i've seen that book cover that shit's fucking hilarious looking i couldn't believe that was a real thing i was like wait that's actually the cover no, that's one of the things I don't know about that specific cover, but I, it's one of the things about the Dune book series that I know happens at some point. And I was just like, yo, that shit gets wild. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, why? I don't believe anyone that says if they say I've only read the first book, I am now like, all right, that's whatever. I mean, anyone could read a, a book in a series. Did you read the series? You know, oh, you didn't. OK, I don't give a shit what you say that. It's like now that I know how crazy shit gets. And people just like got through the white savior part only. I'm just like, oh, all right, I got this. And I, I will read the series now. I will go and read Dune. I don't know when yet, but I will do it before the second part comes out so I can be better. Like, I'll put it this way. I want to read the, the series. That way I know what's going on. I'll watch the David Lynch movie after too. I'll watch the series so I can get all these different versions to understand it. And then I'll rewatch part one. And then I'll watch part two. Like, I'll rewatch part one right before part two comes out in theaters. Yeah. That way I have everything there to see, like, oh, maybe I was wrong. Or now that I read the books, I have more appreciation for this movie. I could. I could. That could happen. I could do a complete 180. Or I'm like, no, this is it's even worse than it was before. <laughs> now that I know exactly how this goes. Yeah, the David Lynch movie might be kind of hard to get through. I, I, I've heard I, at least it's more fun there's like funny designs and shit of like shields and stuff yeah the shields look fucking weird in that version i'll give you that and one i will say it just sounds like any other david lynch movie it's weird so one thing that i was expecting to see in dune part one that they actually just skipped over entirely was the spacer guild stuff like we see a couple emissaries from the spacer guild but we don't really see how inter stellar travel is done in this uh, series in this movie like it's insane like essentially to do a very brief explanation of how it works in the other movies and i guess the book is they the spacer guild basically picks certain people to just be completely engulfed in spice all the time and it literally eventually mutates you into something that's like not even human looking anymore, but it also gives you the ability to like intuit like pathways through space time. So literally they don't even have warp drives in Dune. They just use these people interdimensional. Yeah. Being people to just like warp space and time with their mind. And that's what that giant, like, cylinder ship was was like that's the thing that you load all your ships onto and then the spacer guild like teleports that somewhere and it just was it's in both the david lynch uh movie and the um the sci-fi channel movie uh or show they had very detailed wild like visually interesting scenes to depict what that travel is like and it's just really interesting to me that of this movie, like we said, one of the f- main things it has going for it is its visual spectacle. It's just really interesting to me that they chose 
of all the things to draw out for like a two and a half hour movie they cut that scene but like i guess it's not entirely important but it's it does it would have given you a better idea of like why the spice is so important because they tell you it's it's necessary for intergalactic travel or interstellar travel but like you don't see it yeah and i can't not in this one i can't remember if it was a joke or if it was true but i remember jason moa saying like oh there's like a six hour cut of this movie (laughs) and i'm like that's probably a joke because i think that was like the david lynch version what like he shot like a six hour movie and the studio was like what the fuck is this shit we can't put this in the theater so they cut it down to like two hours and you know it's probably the whole thing they probably he probably put the that's that's what i'd be afraid of is what if actually the six hour cut is the entirety of the book and he actually got everything in there and then you're like instead getting bits and pieces and you're like what the fuck is this and then you're like oh wait dude they they basically snyder cut it his movie well no i guess whedon cut it it where they were just like cut it down yeah put it... so what if it's actually a lot it, it, that's you know it's something that something to think about something to think about has anyone ever like asked for the the um oh god i i just forgot the name of the actor or the director david lynch, david lynch. <laughs> does it has anyone ever asked for the lynch cut <laughs> I feel like yes, there was I, I maybe with him or some other director. I feel like, but there was like something where they said they'd never try to get it back again. It was just like it's basically gone forever, and you're just like, oh, okay, it might have been that. It could have been something else. I'm not too sure, but that I'm not. I'm not sure about. Are you looking it up? You're trying to yeah. Find I want to see if anyone's. Uh... <sighs> nah. I don't think so. Okay. Oh well. oh well. Yeah. But yeah, that's our that's our opinions on Dune Part One. Interesting that it's like so different. Yeah. Wow, now, like we both agree that it's way too long, but I at least was, you're more optimistic was, with it than I. Yeah. Am. Like. Yeah. Maybe I'm just like, I want to see if Part Two, it like makes Part One worth it because like exactly. I said, it's that's just, the like, thing. That's that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's just like. The fact that this movie is so long and then and it only feels like build up and there's no payoff. If part two is all payoff, then maybe it'll, it'll redeem this movie a little bit more. But I I still wouldn't because then you still you still have a, a, a not good first movie either way. And it's yeah, like, that's fair. Like I was actually thinking about it. That's that, why like, you can't do that. That's what I'm saying. Like that. Yeah. If like, you can make Dune a good two, adaptation of a book, but it's still a bad movie. Yeah, like if Dune Part 2 comes out and I really enjoy it and it becomes one of those movies that I want to watch like again, like multiple times or whatever. I don't know if I'll ever watch Dune Part 1 again just to get like the full experience because it's like exactly it's so long. It's like and it's not that I don't appreciate it, I guess. It's just that like (laughs) it's so long that like I would rather watch other shit in the same amount of time or do something else like it's i don't know it's a little unfortunate to call it like a a one watch movie i guess yeah it's a i feel like it's a none watch movie <laughs> no yeah no it's it, sorry man you made a bad movie dennis you made a bad movie make another one that's not bad there you go that's all you gotta do mm. and also research for the fucking just try to research maybe just a little bit try to figure it out maybe try that I don't know. I feel like maybe, you won't, but you can still try. 
maybe I should see the thing that you're talking about, but like, it just seems like he was trying to make something as close to the book as possible. And so he wasn't trying to do an interpretation, but I don't know. Like I said, I can't really say because I haven't read the book. Yeah. We'll see how we feel after we read and we can come back to it and be like, oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could do that. Like after either one or both of us have read the book and if we have like altered opinions, we could come back to it. Yeah, for sure. But that has been the show. And if you want to comment and tell me why you hate me for shit talking <laughs> Dune, you can at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. You can also, of course, uh, send questions in you want us to read on the show. You can ask, why do you hate Dune? I'll just say exactly what I already said. Uh, you can also subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. If it's Apple Podcasts, though, you can give us a five-star review that really help us out and uh, get us out there a little bit more. And of course, share the show out with everyone you know. That that help us out, too. And you can follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. At Suture Side Talk. And you can follow James on Twitter at InvaderJim124. You could follow me on Twitter at GoGoComzilla. And uh, next week, not sure. I don't think there's any more events, but we got some random one offs to talk about. Like, I got to talk about Gears 5. I played Resident Evil. Ooh, which remastered. one? Remastered. Is it two? No, the first one. Oh, the first one. Okay, That's right. remake, not remake, start... remaster. Yeah. Right. You were, you said you were going to start from the first one. Yeah. So I'll, I'll talk about that. And then uh, I got a couple movies here and there, but we'll, we'll get some more stuff out there. I think that this is the last big like name that has both of us on it. Uh, the rest is going to be like smaller stuff, I think, and for the rest of the year. Like, oh, wait, no, no, because we're going to we'll talk about what Spider-Man and Matrix and some other movies for sure uh game wise i'm not too sure at least battlefield and halo we'll probably talk about but yeah like near the end of the year for kind of like what our favorite movies and shows and games of the year were and then what we're looking forward to that's gonna be a good episode james that's gonna be that's gonna be a good episode yeah but until next week guys we'll see you we'll see you later have a great week thanks for listening